two months or two years or 50 years, we all need to eat to survive. Spiritually, you need to eat to survive. If you don't feed on God's Word, you'll dry up spiritually. Look at Romans 10 16. But they have not obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We have to obey the gospel. It's one thing to know what the word says, it's another thing to do what it says. See, I can tell you that back when I was in high school, I ran the mile in two miles. I know all about running. I, I can tell you how to stretch out all the muscles in your legs. I know how to do all that. Yes. But by looking at me, you can tell me I haven't been practicing the mile or the two mile in quite a few years. <laughs> I know all about it, but I'm not doing it. It's not doing me any good. All that knowledge that I have about running track, if I'm not applying it, it don't help me nothing. And you can know everything God's Word says, but you need to exercise your faith. If you believe it, then live it. See what I'm saying? The devils believe and they tremble, but that don't mean devils are going to heaven. See, to know God's Word is one thing, but then you got to act on it. Your faith will work if you work it. You have to believe it enough to pattern your life after God's Word. Yeah. If you believe in that, I, hey, I need to do this, God's Word says to do it, but I'm not doing it, then it's not going to do you any good, is it? That's right. You have to apply it to your life. And see, a lot of times, what I was raised in church and I had all this Word in me. I mean, I went to Sunday school, I went to church, I went to revivals, I went three times a week, and... I knew everything that a Christian should do. But I wasn't doing it. I was like Jonah. I was running. I was running from God. But then when God finally got a hold of me, and I surrendered to Him, I knew everything I needed to do. I just needed to start doing it. See? All that knowledge didn't do any good until I applied it to my life. When I received him, then I started doing what the word said. We've got to exercise our faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing God's word. It builds your faith. But you need to hear God's word more than just on Sunday morning, say. You need to hear it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. You need to hear it every day of the week for your spiritual health. If you only ate as much physical food as you opened up your Bible, how much would you be eating? Well, we'd be anorexic Christians if the only time we ate is when we opened our Bible. I think we'd change our, our eating habits a lot if we like to eat. We have to eat. If we had to read God's word before we ate, then we'd, we'd be opening the Bible a whole lot more, wouldn't we? But faith, our faith is built up. 
when we hear God's word. It does something to our spirit man. Our spirit man's on the inside. We want him to be healthy. So we have to exercise our faith. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. 2 Timothy 2.15, he says, Study to show thyself approved to the pastor. That ain't what it says, is it? Approved unto God. See, God sees how much we read his word, how much we study his word. It says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Learn what God's word has to say. Yes. Study it. Be a student of the word. Romans 12, 1, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brother, he's talking to the believer, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Number three, we have to get rid of our stinking thinking. You know, we, we become what we eat. If we put in a lot of garbage, garbage in, garbage out, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what's on the inside is going to come out. And God wants us to be full of his word. Full of his spirit. Amen. Amen. We have to change our old way of thinking to a new way of thinking. The word tells us that he's with us. Do we live like Jesus is with us all the time? Everything we watch, everything we breathe, do we are we conscious that Jesus is right there with us? Watching what we watch, listening to what we listen to. We have to change our way of thinking. Because most of us forget that Jesus is there with us. Amen. Says the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. He watches over us. He sees everything we do. He sees everything that we think. Whoa. Yeah. He knows our heart. Yes, he does. But he don't write us off. Mm. He knows we're flesh. Yeah. He knows that we still got to grow. We need to change our way of thinking. And that takes time. God don't hit us with a stick upside the head. He don't hit us with a magic wand and instantly we begin to think like God and act like God overnight. But he says, renew your mind daily. Change your way of thinking. Now see, you ain't going to change your way of thinking if you never read the Word. It's the Word that changes our way of thinking. When we know what the Word says about it. See, our conscience is based on what we know is right and wrong. And the more you read God's word, you start to see the heart of God and how God wants us to act. Yes. How that God wants us to forgive one another. 
how that God wants us to love one another. Amen. See, we become more God conscious as we read His Word. We start changing our way of thinking. See what I'm saying? So your spiritual health, am I eating right? Am I changing my way of thinking? Am I getting God's Word inside of me? Yes. It, that's what makes us change as we feed on God's Word. Yes. He changes us. To be spiritually healthy is to think like God. You have to think like God before you can act like God. We, we have our old way of thinking. If we're just like everybody else, then we're no different, are we? To be Christian is to be Christ-like. So God changes us as we allow Him to. So we want to be spiritually healthy. We want God to be able to talk to us. Have that relationship with God, see? For God speaking to us. Yes. Does God speak to you? Yes. He wants to speak to us more. Prayer is just not talking to God and giving Him a list of everything you want. It's having a relationship with Him. Because God talks back. Amen. If we'll listen. If we'll cut the radio off. If we'll cut the TV off. And give God time to speak to us, He'll speak. Sometimes we just don't want to hear what he's got to say, do we? Say, okay, I'm preaching better than y'all shouting right now. But God wants he'll, he'll talk to us if we listen. But he's trying to help us. He's wanting us to be spiritually healthy. Amen? He's wanting us to be in tune with him, walking with him. Our spiritual health. So we think different. Hebrews 10.25, Forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhort one another, encourage one another, so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. Number four, be faithful to God. Be faithful in your church attendance as much as you can. Now, we only have a Sunday morning service. And I know sometimes people have to work but try to make time for God to be here as much as you can. Be faithful to God. I'll just I'll just say this while I'm plugging. If you have Facebook, you can go on High Point's Facebook page and look at some past sermons. I don't look too thrilled about me. <laughs> you can go back in and, and, and listen to some messages to build your faith. You can go on YouTube. We've got some of our services on YouTube you can look at. See? And feed your faith. Build up your faith. Say, well, I just don't understand the Bible. Well, I break it down pretty simple. Amen. You can go back and look at some past messages, and I believe it'll help you, especially if you're a new Christian. It'll help you get that firm foundation, see? Take, take some time. And uh, that's part of studying God's Word. You're learning what God's Word has to say and how I'm to live, see? Sometimes you can't always be to every service, but you can get your services that you miss on Facebook. We post them. 
don't have to, you might not see it live, you might be at work that day, but you can watch it when you got time, see, and get that word in you. Make time for God. Be faithful. Make time to worship God. Amen. Not just every week, but every day. Worship Him. Spend some time in His presence. Let God minister to you. It's good for your spiritual health. Amen. Be faithful in prayer. 1 <laughs> Peter 3.12 For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. God's ears are open to your prayers. Amen. God's concerned about Amen. what you're concerned about. Amen. When you're having difficulty he says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Amen. He's a personal God. He cares for you and what you're going through. He wants you to cast all your cares on him. He don't want you to try to go through all your problems by yourself. James chapter 5 and verse 14 says, Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he had committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Be a man or a woman of prayer. That's spiritually healthy. And when you're talking about a healthy church, it's a church that prays one for another. We don't judge one another. We pray one for another. In fact, if you're spiritual, it says this is one of the signs how you can tell somebody is spiritual. It says those that are spiritual bear the burdens of those that are weak. Amen. That's good. That's good preaching right there. Yes. Amen. That means if you see somebody struggling, pray for them. Amen. Don't ask. Pray for them. If you're so spiritual and you see somebody struggling, pray for them. We that are strong ought to bear the burdens of them that are weak. They go through a difficult time. Pick up the phone and encourage them. Say, hey, I'm praying for you. You can make it. God's going to help you through this. Anything I can do for you, see, we need one another. Because, hey, I might be doing good right now, but who knows what you're going to face in a few months or next year. I might be the one struggling. I might be the one going through a difficult time. You never know. We need to be there one for another. We need to pray one for another. Yes. There's strength when people pray for you. Yes, they you are. know people's behind yes. you. They're cheering for you. Amen. That's encouraging. Amen. To know, hey, we got a church that loves one another and we're praying for each other. Amen. Yes. Amen. Let us know when you're sick. Our number's in the bullets. You pick it up. Call us. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm, 
I got this going on, that going on. We'll send it out to our prayer chain, and you have a bunch of people praying for you. Amen. Don't always expect God to speak to me through a gift of knowledge and let me know. It's easier to pick up the phone. Amen. God didn't tell you, Pastor, I was sick last week. Figured he'd tell you, and you'd be praying for me. Well, sometimes God does lay people on our heart when we pray for them, but sometimes it's good just to know. But the prayers of a righteous man avails much. Do you believe that? That's what the Word says. Say, I'm challenging your faith. Do you believe what God's Word says? The prayers of a righteous man avails much. In other words, when I pray, things happen. When God's people pray, He hears your prayers and He answers. It avails much. Much is accomplished when we pray. And if we really believe that, then we're going to pray and see things happen. That's what I want you to pray. That's right. You really don't. Because when he, we pray, we start destroying Satan's kingdom. Strongholds are broken when the church starts to pray and people get a hold of God. God starts moving. And people start getting set free. Lives get changed. See, people get saved because people's been praying. Devil don't like that. He don't like that. He don't like it when you come to church, but he sure don't like it when you pray. And that's why it's healthy for a church to have a regular prayer life. See, we need to have a regular prayer life. We need to talk to God every day and hold us a little bit deeper than God blessed his food. Thank you. Amen. Or nail laying down to sleep. I used to learn this one. You might have learned the same one when you was a child. Now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul will keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul you take. Amen. God bless mom and daddy, brother and sister. Amen. Amen. That's okay for a child, but hopefully we grow a little bit spiritually yes. where it goes beyond that. Yes. Amen. But we be faithful to God in our prayer life and we'll be healthy spiritually. Because God knows what? He knows everything we're thinking. He knows everything about us. He knows our heart. So we might as well just come to God just like we are and say, God, you got a bad attitude. Come to God and say, God, I got a bad attitude. Help me. Forgive me. God, I want to be pleasing to you. God, I need your help. You see, this is one thing I've learned. Over the years, you say, Pastor, you don't seem like you have that problem. The more I grow in the Lord, is the more I realize I need it. I can't do it. See, that's what you learn. The more you walk with God, is you need it. You can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it by yourself. You need the Lord's help. You need the Spirit of God. Because without Him, you just are nothing. That's what it says. Without Him, I'm nothing. I need him. I draw strength from him. And if I draw strength from him, I know that you need to draw strength from him. See? If I can't do it, you can't do it either. We all need him to help us. See? We all need God's help. And he's there to help us. 
Seth's casting cares on him. Yeah. He didn't tell you to carry it all by himself, did he? God don't want you to be independent. He wants you to lean on him. Yes. He wants us to need him. Yeah. He made us that way. We need him. To be spiritually healthy, we need him. God, we need you. Help us today, Lord. Be faithful in your prayer life. close with these last few verses. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Learn that verse. Memorize that verse. Get that verse in your spirit. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Because the devil says give up. You can't make it. You can't live this Christian life. He's a liar. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. God is our strength. We can make it. See? Don't give up. You can make it. You say, I messed up. Well, ask God to forgive you and get back up. You can make it. See, the devil try to take you out. But you can do one thing the devil hates. Even though you messed up, you can say, God, forgive me. And he gives you, forgives you. Fresh start. He hates that. He wants to get you discouraged. He wants to get you out of church. He wants to kill you spiritually. He wants you to set you over there in a corner and dry up so you don't want you to be around other believers to draw strength from. He wants to isolate you. But we're all in this together. Yes. And I want to see every one of us be able to say, well done. Here, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter in to the joy I have prepared for you. So hold on to that. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Then Hebrews 13, 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never, never leave you. Or forsake you. God's not going to leave you. Even when you mess up, He's not going to leave you. Even when you ignore Him, He's not going to leave you. He's He's always there. He's always tugging at your heart to come back to Him, to get closer back to Him. You can drift away from God, but what is He going to do? He's going to pull at your heart and draw you back to Him, because He's loving and forgiving God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit that deals with our heart. Amen. And he's always drawing us to him. The devil's always condemning you, putting you down, telling you you're nothing, you're not going to make it. But God says you're somebody in Christ Jesus. That you're an overcomer. That you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. That he'll never leave you. He's on your side. But he's not going to force anybody to serve him. It's your choice. So you have to make up your mind. As for me and my house, we're going to live for God. I'm going to live for God. 
And if I fall out, I'm going to get right back up. I'm going to keep living for God. And I'm going to get stronger and stronger in my faith. See, it's that first initial year with the Lord that's the toughest. We got a saying in Flatbed. When I first started driving, they told me, your first year is going to be your hardest year. And that's true. You're going to have to learn the road. You're going to have to learn what, where to go and what not to do. And first year is a learning. You're going to have to learn how to talk, learn how to secure. It's all a learning curve. But once you learn it, it's easier, easier, and easier. And it's sort of like that in your relationship with the Lord. Once you learn to walk with God, and, and you learn that, hey, I can't do this myself. I need yeah. Him. Right. And you just draw your strength from Him. Amen. You abide in Him and let His Spirit abide in you. Yeah. Then you can make it. It's not you doing it anyway. It's Him doing it in you. Right. It's letting Him do it in you. I want to challenge you this morning. It takes 21 days to develop a habit. And I want to help you get rooted and grounded in the Word of God. Yes, Lord. And help develop some godly habits. Because yes. the, the devil knows if you can read God's Word and pray for 21 days straight, he done developed a habit. Yes. So he's going to do everything he can to keep you from doing that. That's right. See? And God wants us to be faithful. There's something about just being faithful to God. Spending time with God each day. So I want to challenge. I want to do the 21-day challenge. And that's just to read God's Word and to pray each day for 21 days. Now, if you're not that good at reading and you have a hard time reading some of them big Bible words, you can go right there on YouTube. You can put Bible, audio, play. <laughs> and it'll read it for you. And you can get God's word inside of you through hearing God's word. Faith right. comes by hearing. Right. No matter how you hear it, yeah. we got everything right at our uh, fingertips right here. Apostle Paul didn't have that. Peter didn't have that. John didn't have that. They couldn't go to YouTube and play the Bible for them. They had to get the manuscripts out, roll it out, and read it. But we got it right there at us. And I want to challenge you to read God's Word and to pray for the next 21 days. And this is the only problem. If you miss a day, you got to start over. See? So you might go 10 days, you miss a day, well, I'll start over now 21 days. So what's the problem with that? You need to do it anyway. That's right. To, to develop that habit yes. of being consistent and spending time with God each day. He wants us all to be consistent. God's not up in heaven looking down with a little baseball bat. Oh, he missed today. <laughs> That's not how God is. We're, we're under grace. But I'm talking about our spiritual health. God wants us all to be faithful. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to help us. He knows that we'll be blessed the more time we spend with Him. 
we need him. I need him. Don't you need him this morning? Stand with me this morning.